Hello and welcome back to Reading the Peers, where we chat about and discuss all sorts of movies. My name is Gary O'Brien, and joining me as always for the monthly movie awards, it's my good friend and co-host, Mr. David Scanlon, as we present our awards to the films of September 2022. So stick around, we hope you enjoy. I, I do you know my... We don't have to keep this in. <laughs> I wish I might do like a cameo. You know the cameo thing? You know, you pay celebrities to do a video. Oh right, yeah. I might get one of them just to do the just do the intro for the show. <laughs> I don't like doing it. Imagine we got a who's the impression I do. Because your man uh, Jay from Bo- the yeah. yeah, he's the worst billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we get him to do it. Yeah. How yeah. much is it? It depends on the celebrity. Oh, I was thinking again, imagine getting I know he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine getting Gilbert Godfrey. Welcome back to Reeling in the Piers. His name is Gary. O'Brien? Is that right? Oh, what if I get Rudy Giuliani? (laughs) Hello, David. Welcome back. Yeah, back, baby. Uh, Back for another monthly awards. Yes. Hasn't been a good month, Gary. No. Okay. No. It's been been that, you know, end of summer kind of... uh, let down <laughs> plateau yeah i like i i would say you know hand me a guitar and call me billy joe armstrong <laughs> why david because <laughs> he should have woke me up when september ended <laughs> so this month had it was a was a was a fact of, it was effectively an onslaught of movies there was so yeah. much fucking movies out this month so which we didn't we're not talking about them all yeah but we're talking about fucking enough of them yeah uh, but i would say none of them are of high quality See, I think like like that's there's none of them that's a standout movie yeah, for the moment. Yeah, there was a lot of ones where you're like, "Ooh, I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes," and it was just a little bit below par. Yeah. yeah. So I've kind of defined them all as like these are all airplane movies. Yeah. You could watch all of them on a Absolutely. flight. They're all flight, and I and obviously depending on the flight and where you're going and stuff like that yeah. it depends on the movie. And yeah. Maybe I might have a bit paired on that later. On. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Uh, but for anyone who doesn't know how this works what me and David do is we watch a load of movies in a month and at the end of the month we hand out our six awards for them which is movie of the month for best movie uh, Poovy of the month for the worst movie the Pierce Brosnan award for excellence in acting for the best actor the Pierce Brosnan award for incompetence in acting for the worst actor our hidden gem award for like a a hidden gem we all know what a hidden gem is at this <laughs> and stage and then Slayton Muck which is a movie that's had a load of potentials had a load of potential but was shite or was overly exposed and shite mm. Um, and oh yes the whole thing so what we do then is <laughs> the, the the academy votes on it there's two members of the academy there's me and David if it goes to the tiebreaker it goes to the producer and the producer seems to change month to month because people get angry or they're available like people get angry at who the producer was because it was originally me then there was a load of different versions of it yeah there's no consistency so I actually didn't talk to you about who I oh, yeah. would get yeah uh, but I've, it's a big big scoop okay film critic okay big star yeah Mr. Harry Styles is here to give us his thoughts on some of the movies as we go. I'm assuming you're inserting that clip. I have no idea what he's talking about. He is sitting beside us, David. Okay. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go to him and ask him some questions. Okay. Uh, also, other people's opinions we're going to be asking is anyone who sent in um, reviews yeah. on the Instabox or Letterboxd um, about their thoughts on the movie. So I have some of those sprinkled in. And then also um, there's time cones for people that want to jump about. And then also, also, we'll be talking about the movies coming up next month because I'm excited for October, David. Yeah. But let's talk about September. Let's talk about Let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, let's not get ahead of ourselves too much. Oh, yeah. And the movies we're going to cover today, we're talking, there's too many movies to talk about today. Yeah. Fall, 3,000 Years of Longing, Blackbird, Pinocchio, Bodies, 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 See How They Run, The Forgiven, After Yang, Don't Worry, Darling, Do Revenge, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, Ticket to Paradise, and Hocus Pocus 2. 
that's a lot to go through one list um, but yeah don't worry we won't do any spoilers there's some we're missing and if anyone has any if we've missed any that people want us to do let us know we definitely didn't watch Blonde that's one big movie that came out this month that we're not so, sure about yeah you had a uh, a certain predicament about that movie there's a lot of predicament I don't want to be looking into it but yeah. if anyone has watched Blonde I'm very interested to know what you think so let us know um, or if there's any other movies I know we didn't watch Smile yeah. um, and there's a few ah movies. that's an October movie yeah we'll see yeah that's a Halloween movie. Yeah, exactly. Like. That's true. Spooky season, David. Spooky season. Well, I think we probably should start with the movie that our film critic, producer, <laughs> Harry Styles is here, uh, is in, which is a movie called Don't Worry, Darling. Yeah. Or I have a better name for it. Okay. And I can't believe they didn't do this instead. Yeah. Why not reuse a line from a movie that came out this year that everyone loved? Yeah. Take it easy, sweetheart! <laughs> much better name for the movie, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, it fits so much better hey. with the whole time period, the whole Don't aesthetic. worry about all the 1950s stuff. <laughs> just, Take it easy, sweetheart. Just go with the flow. <laughs> Let him go off to work and do all you do all the house stuff. Tell all you. you need to do is have dinner ready on the table for when he arrives home. I'm telling you, but, uh, Colin Farrell in this movie would have been yeah. slam dunk. It would have made a huge difference. But they got Harry Styles instead. And I think, I think if people don't know what this movie's about, I think they definitely know the scandal around yeah. it all where Harry Styles definitely yeah. spat on Chris Pine. Yeah. Um, a man who I hate from episode one of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I might reignite that yeah, feud. Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was actually interested to hear your opinion as in like whose side you took on that. Oh, I took Chris Pines. Fuck Harry Styles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Broke Ted Lasso's heart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess, do you want to try and explain what this movie's about? Yeah. Um, so this is a 1950s aesthetic where we meet um, Harry Styles plays a general worker. Like it just, he works in... He's a, a businessman, maybe. Business, yeah. He, he wears a, a suit and tie man. and he, yep. goes nine, he goes to work nine to five and he leaves his wife, uh, Florence Pugh, at home to do all the cooking, the cleaning and all the kind of general housework that um, women did back in the day um, instead of, you know, normal stuff. But mm-hmm. um, there's obviously something kind of going on. There's the the company that Harry Styles works for is a little bit shady. Um, they're not really, the housewives aren't really told too much about what's go, what, they're, what they're doing, what's going on. Um, and one of the housewives finds uh, out some information that she's not supposed to know about, kind of becomes... Um, little bit curious and finds out a little bit too much and uh, Florence Pugh kind of gets entwined in the whole um, kind of uh, conspiracy yeah. uh, involved with the uh, company. Um, but yeah, that's... Yeah. That's, yeah, it's... it's. So what, what I would say about this movie is, like, concept-wise, interesting. Yes. Uh, execution was very weak. Okay. I... I, uh, I, yeah, yeah, so I don't think the execution is as bad. I think it's the script. Yeah. I think the script lets it yeah. down because it can be very sloppy at times with some of the story points. Yeah. And then, like, there is, like, a kind of a reveal, I guess, where we understand the secrets of the of the, of the whole place in the third act. Yeah. That I... I've seen online people have, in like, have liked the twist. Yeah. But I think if you don't... If you're not on board with the twist, the movie... Can't, not twist. Well, Discovery. You, the movie kind of falls apart. Yeah. And that's kind of the case for me where I was kind of like... I was kind of like unsure because I, there was some plot holes, a bit of it was sloppy, and then the the reveal came, and then I was like, no, I'm, I'm checked out. Um, so I think that's more the script because I think the direction of the movie is yeah. very visually interesting. Yeah. Some of the performances are very good as well. So like, oh, that's good. And like, it's Olivia Wilde's second movie. Mm. And like, 
it's really impressive some of the stuff she does yeah. in this, but I just think it's I don't know like how much at the end of the day how much of it is the director's fault. But my, yeah, I think from a script point of view, that's where yeah. it was the weakest for me. Like my whole thing was this: this movie kind of gained a lot of notoriety due to like drama on set and drama between different actors and, and people involved in the movie. Um, and then you like you're, you're casting a light on on the movie as well by casting someone like um, Har- uh, Harry Styles, yeah. which is, is going to bring in a certain type of audience. Um, I, I just think execution-wise, story. Yeah, I, I agree with you definitely in terms of the aesthetic and the whole context of of the story. It, it is interesting and it is intriguing that they um th- this world and you are you know engaged in it. I just think the issue is that we've seen things like this before. We've seen it in Truman Show. We've seen it in The Matrix, and things like that have done it not even better, but just like more consistently. Yeah, and it's just like. It's it's an unraveling, whereas this I felt like was just like dragged out for for way too long, mm-hmm. and by personally just for, by the end of it, I was kind of just like, yeah, right, let's just yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, like in terms of we have this in um, the category of best actor, and I think we have to we have to highlight Florence Pugh because she really carries this movie it, like from start to like, finish, and between her doing Black Widow, mm. Midsummer, um, fighting with my family, Little the, Women. The Little Women as well. Not fighting Little Women in the family. No, sorry, fighting two separate the, movies. The wrestling movie, yeah. <laughs> the wrestling movie yeah. and Little Women as well. Like I kind of see Florence Pugh going down the path of like the Amy Adams, Jennifer Lawrence. Like mm. I could see them doing this role a couple of yeah. years ago, where I feel like she'll just be she'll get one like really great role and like be an Oscar contender yeah. soon. Um, which I kind of think is a bit unfortunate in the sense of like that she's tied into being the new Black Widow. Yeah, I wonder how much of that will be subtracting from her the amount of time yeah. that she can give to that sort of stuff exactly but yeah. I think she's a great actress oh brilliant I mean like again it's, she, she literally spends probably the whole movie on screen it's, I doubt there's even a scene where she, she's not a part of and, and yeah it's it's that thing she's really good at at that whole thing of, of um, I'm just being, stressed out yeah being stressed weird, out stressed. being like confused yeah. about the, the situation you're yeah. in um, and I think like again like as and I, I think it's it's the big thing about this movie for me. It's just it's so frustrating because it could have been something really, yeah. really interesting. But for her performance, I think it just it just shows she's just one of these leading women in Hollywood now that's really up and coming. Yeah, uh, yeah. As you say, if she, when she gets that big break of like a, a big movie or or a big kind of Oscar contender, yeah, you can see her definitely being up there in terms of nominations or or or, um, or winning or whatever. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if if you want to move on to the other performance that we're going to talk about. Or... Yeah, we'll mention it now. I think a lot of a lot of was kind of said about Harry Styles' performance before the movie kind of came out with yeah. the trailers and stuff. And the movie cr- uh, critically is being panned. It's like fifty something percent yeah. payoffs, which I think is a bit harsh. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Harry Styles was one kind of weak point people had identified. It was supposed to be originally Shia LaBeouf, but yeah. there was, like you said before, drama behind the scenes. But. Like he's fine. Yeah, he's my, n- that's my whole thing. Like, the, if if this was another actor. Like just a, like a normal actor, let's say like um, Scott Eastwood. I was just thinking, like, I was just like thinking, bland man. Who's the most yeah. generic Hollywood man? You can yeah, think. like if it was Scott, Eastwood, no one would say a thing. Yeah, but like, it's... And, I, and I think it is unfortunate as well because you're going up against fucking Florence Pugh. Yeah. Like you're acting against her, who she's yeah. just, and it's it's just literally so easy to compare both performances. And not even that, like even the, the some of the other actors in it, like Chris Pine is very good at, at what he's doing in it. Yeah, um, Olivia was, Wilde's great. Uh, yeah, Olivia Wilde plays fun. that character yeah. really well. Um, and it's just because there's that just kind of drop off and it's only very slight between, yeah. between them but it makes a huge difference yeah and also I will say about him as well like it's his first major role mm. 
and it's a complex yeah. layered role yeah. and I'm kind of like you know fair play for, for taking it on because yeah. that could have gone a very different way but luckily it's Harry Styles and everyone loves him yeah. but like fair play to him like yeah. Swing, he took a swing at it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but like, my big thing is, I, I assume they had more kind of footage of him, but they in the editing room they were just like, mm, Is there any chance we could just make them have sex again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just He's like, really good at being horny. Yeah, is there any chance you could just come home again and have sex <laughs> with his wife on, on the dinner table? Yeah. Hey guys, we're just gonna reshoot this scene. Um, I know you have that whole monologue, Harry, yeah. but uh, would you like to go down on Florence Pugh? Yeah. And like Florence, you're so good at being, you know, orgasming. <laughs> but yeah, and that was just another thing I yeah. popped into my head. Yeah, anyway. but uh, yeah. what else was great? Yeah, like look, so in terms of performances. And sir, sir, the other thing I will mention, I can understand people who, who do enjoy this. Because it is. Oh yeah, yeah completely. Yeah, like no. it, you, can get, you can get entangled in it. It's, it's, it's definitely just for us, you know, having seen White movies men. like <laughs> this. Movie no, just, just having seen movies like this before, it's just been done... Um, just at a at a more in a more consistent level and like mm-hmm. more tightly done and, and I definitely another thing is just it's, it really is drawn out like I think you could cut 15-20 minutes yes. off and it's just more lean and it's more kind of focused on, on the, yeah. the original story point and there is bits of this where I'm like I'm more intrigued about what's going on in another part of yes. the story yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it just it leaves you just wanting more and yeah, that, was, yeah. that was the main thing coming out I was just like I could have this could have been so much more yeah. better. Yeah. And I think Lily said it in her review here, which I have here for the peer review. She gave it three stars. She said, mm-hmm. I'd follow Chris Pine into the desert. I see how this happened. Uh, overly <laughs> enjoyable. Florence Pugh was really amazing, but I, but it was just missing something. There was too much going on and not enough explanation or exploration yeah. of all the moving parts. Has the potential to be a great miniseries, which I think would be very exactly. interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I mentioned the whole Black Mirror thing. Like it really fit into that world really nicely. Um, and uh, what was I going to say? Um, sorry yeah the message as well like there is a message yeah. there but again by the end of it you're just like it, you just miss that point yeah. completely because of the kind of yeah they're fo- too much focus on on one world when they should mm-hmm. be focused on another and, and just speaking about the message as well which I think is why it can be quite decisive because I think a lot of men online yeah. would kind of be like oh fuck this movie for saying yeah. all men are the worst and I think this and I think it was something else someone had said about like She-Hulk as well where it's like sometimes you just need a likeable man in it yeah. to kind of be like oh it's not all the men in the world yeah, are evil exactly, there's yeah. literally like if, even if there was someone kind of trying to help Florence yeah. man or woman well yeah. you kind of the woman character of um, Olivia Wilde's character but even like something for people to kind of grasp onto or yeah. relate to but for like I imagine a lot of people there's no one to relate to in exactly. this movie yeah. um, and even Alice actually reached out as well and was saying there's a load of plot holes in it too yeah. so yeah it's fine yeah nothing spectacular okay and then so here's my next bit yeah so like I was saying these are all movies you'd watch on a flight yeah so for this <laughs> I've, I've broken down what, what flight you'd watch it on yeah so I think for Don't Worry Darling where to have this ah Dublin to Venice at a half five you fly from Dublin to Venice and the flight's a half five you get on the flight it's a bit late heading to Venice you want a bit of a murder mystery yeah. <laughs> a murder mystery a bit of an intrigue half five yeah, yeah stick on don't worry Alan. I don't know yeah is there a direct flight to Venice mate I didn't do that much okay. <laughs> I, just, I, I wrote just a load of silly I'm, words I'm looking for plot holes man uh, but yeah um, what else who else was good acting this month um, who else was good acting who else was good acting <laughs> need to ask myself that um <laughs> I have bodies, bodies, bodies down here. Yeah. Could talk about that. Yeah. Um, if I was to give, if we had an award for um, um, ensemble cast, I think this yes. would be the one. Ooh, you're 
look into that, but maybe, yeah. Um, no, I, I'll let you, you speak. I'm, I'm sure uh, yeah. I'm just looking at, I think well, there's definitely one movie this month that had the greatest cast of all time. But, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later in the worst movie section. Uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is a movie <laughs> with a load of... Uh, it's, a, it's a murder mystery. It's a whodunit. It's all these Gen Z millennials. <laughs> all these Gen Zs, uh, like entitled, um, upper class yeah. um, kids who are going to this house party kind of thing and there's a storm and the electricity goes out and all of a sudden one of them ends up dead and it's all about them trying to find out who the killer is yeah. and escape them and at the same time as this they had well before this all happened they had started playing a game called bodies 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 where it's like among us yeah. where someone's the killer and you have to figure out who the killer is but they you run around the house yeah and um, but the cast in this is fantastic yeah it's really really good I, I, okay but I, I, I guess just a bit on the the movie itself, really fun, really enjoyable, some very solid jokes in it. And I think for me, when I, I, I sussed the killer yeah, and I was like, so when it was revealed, I wasn't too um, annoyed by it because I know Keir was quite disappointed yeah. by the reveal in it. And like, it's, and it shot kind of, it, it shot quite well. The cast seemed to get on quite well. The Like, yeah, it's solid. I wouldn't say it's, it's not groundbreaking. It's not must watch. No. It's just a lot of fun. I think, like you were saying there about the ensemble cast, I'm excited to see what everyone kind of does after this. Yeah. Except for Pete Davidson. Just look after yourself. <laughs> uh, and Lee Pace is great as well. He's obviously like 40 something. Yeah. But like all the other cast members uh, in it whose names I don't have written here. Uh, but they're up, they're all nominated for the award. One of them in particular is great. I don't know her name. But let me... Uh... Ali Bennett or something. She's in a movie called... Shiva Baby. Yeah, that, that actress is yeah. fantastic in it. She's very, yeah. very good. Um, but yeah, it's really... It's just it's just a fun time. Yeah, so my big thing with this is... Um, they're really good because you... You, um, you definitely get on board that these guys have been friends for a while. And they know each other so well that they're like... They're annoyed by little things that each person does. Or yeah. they're like they call each other out by doing stupid stuff or, and, and things like that. So it feels like this, this is a world that's, that's existed beyond what we, what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which makes it more kind of realistic. I would put this on the level of like a scream or maybe yes. actually a little bit under maybe Like it's, it's probably not as intriguing as that, but it, um, it's definitely that kind of genre of movie of just like silly. Slasher, yeah. Kind of knows exactly what it is, and, mm-hmm. and it is funny at times without being kind of laugh out loud. Yes, because I because with the screening I went to, I don't think people knew what to laugh at and what not to laugh yeah. at. Um, but I think there's one scene in particular where there's a big argument, and yeah. I think that's when the audience kind of all got yeah. on board with like, okay, yeah, this is you're not meant to yeah. like these characters. Because I kind of likened it to it's a bit like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, where you're seeing all these horrible people picked off. Yeah. And you're like, good. <laughs> yeah. um, and obviously, like, there's a mirror put up to, like, society and just, like, <laughs> look what you've done to, to certain, you know, a certain generation of, of kids. That, yeah. That it's, um, they're, they just can't survive without certain things in their lives. and Drugs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of drugs. And, uh, they, and again, I think the whole entitlement thing, thing is, is a huge part of the movie as well, that you have this, um, this class of individual in in a room or in a house together and um they're trying to get along and there's a lot of uh testosterone yeah. and, and, and different people trying to uh <laughs> argue and stuff so yeah again i i'm scared about asking, saying too much about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah david I, 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 
if there's a weird gap at any point, it's because David spoiled the movie yeah. and had to edit it out. Um, but yeah, and then in terms of the peer reviews, I have one from Selami, four stars. The director called it Lord of the Fly meets Mean Girls. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with that. Uh, Clint gave it four stars. He said, Agatha Christie's Euphoria. Yeah. And then another That's one. Him. And then for Karsten said, uh, four stars does so much for people with a podcast. Yeah. How, actually, yeah, I meant to ask, how do you feel? Did it hurt you? The podcast community has represented yeah. this movie. <laughs> how did it affect you? Accurate. <laughs> so fair. I can't argue with with the depiction of it I'm just like you know that's so fair Um, but it's yeah it's basically I don't want to give the joke too much away but there's a character with a podcast and obviously during the the fighting and like you say being able to kind of come out with these little the bickering and being able to come out with these like cutting remarks what the character who has the podcast gets things said against her in a way that I deemed too cruel. I also think that the Americans do like that kind of slagging a lot better than we would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like we I just call them a dickhead. Yeah, like, and also it, it is a, a big. I don't want to be sexist or anything, but like women hold grudges a lot better than better than men. Yeah, just being like you know they'll just recall stuff where yeah. I feel like when lads have a fight, like two minutes later you're just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which which works really well in this movie yeah. that you can they they have this recall which yeah, is yeah. very very funny. Um, also, so your, your one was Rachel Sennett, by the Rachel way. Sennett, um, yeah. Amandla Amandla Stenberg is in it as well. She's the um, the one whose friend group it is that they go yeah. back to. And then Maria Bakalova is in it as well, yeah. who was also in Borat too, who's great. Yeah, and she was also in something else recently as well. I feel that Gary is Googling in, in the, the background. She's in the bubble. Ugh. Yeah. She really took a uh, turn with yeah. that. Yeah. She's great as well. Very yeah. excited to see what she's doing next yeah. as well. So, and, and, and there's a few others in as well um, whose names are here, but we're short on time. There's too many movies. Uh, so yeah. So that's, that's, that's bodies, bodies, bodies. And what I would say to people is if there's any chance you can go see this in the cinema, try and get out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's probably the one, I know what you're talking about. <gasps> I don't know. I just, I would, you know, and actually coming up to Halloween as well. It's, yes. Get this on because it's, it's a it's a fun kind of who done it. Yeah, but if you're on a flight, yeah, I suppose if you're on a flight, you can watch. I have Madrid to Dublin se- Sunday at seven p.m. <laughs> Madrid to okay, so you're going home. You're going back from holidays. Yeah, yeah. You might be there with a group of friends. Yeah. Tensions go high. Oh, yeah. Go watch bodies, bodies, exactly, bodies. At yeah. seven p.m. flight, you want yeah. something a bit spooky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this bit's gonna work, but no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna run with it. I anyway. get it. Yeah. Um, and Harry, what do you think about this movie? My favorite thing about the movie is like it feels like a like a movie it feels like a real like you know go to the theater film movie that you know you, you kind of the reason why you go to watch something on the big screen so powerful powerful thoughts <laughs> he's just a, he, he, has a, he has a way of words where did you get it from um other good performances this month you went to go see it. oh we, you know what also is interesting about this month we didn't see any movies together yeah i know because I'm fucking sick of you and I have a grudge I know, yeah. I've been holding it <laughs> yeah go on come on it's just the way you're sitting there in the seat could you just not okay it's so wanna, annoying would you prefer if I stood no because <laughs> even how you stand is worse Neil it's, David it's just your aura <laughs> in a cinema it's just it just exudes like entitlement what if I don't sit beside you that's what that's what I've been working with okay <laughs> Uh, no, because you went to go see The Forgiven, yeah. which I did not go see. Yeah. Um, um, and what's what's The Forgiven, then? Okay, I'll go through this as quick as I can. Um, so the, the biggest draw for this movie was it was directed by Michael McDonough. No. No. Martin Paul? Ash- John. John. John McDonough. Pope John Paul Michael <laughs> McDonough II. I, I think it's John McDonough. He, like, you would know him from The Guard and Calvary 
and his brother... The Guard! The superhero from the movie Secret Headquarters! <laughs> no, the movie The Guard with oh, uh, Brendan Gleeson. It's John Michael McDonough. John Michael McDonough, yeah, there you go. Um, he's a brother of Martin McDonough. Mm-hmm. He has this kind of um, sincere humour, kind of very cutting, very... Um, just kind of on the nose uh, stories, which I I have enjoyed in the past, especially the likes of uh, Calvary and, and the Guard, um, which is the main thing that I had drawn to it. Now, literally, it's it's just a story about these kind of um, upper class English. A lot of them are English um, people going to a house in the Moroccan desert, um, where they're kind of celebrating together. There's nothing in particular; just you know, their friends live there. They're um, they're all just kind of congregating there to have a, a bit of a dinner party. When uh, one of the individuals going to the party, um, played by Ralph Fiennes, his his wife is with him, played by Jessica Chastain. They they strike a, a young man selling fossils on the side of the road, um, and there's a big dynamic that happens with the family of of the the man they strike and stuff, and um, he has to kind of he has a debt to repay to the family due to um to killing their son while the rest of the party are obviously still enjoying themselves in, in this kind of big mansion in, in the desert. So, like, it is it is an interesting film. Ralph Fiennes is brilliant in it. He has this turn throughout the movie that you just see him, you know, he goes in as this kind of bigoted character, but, you know, through his journey um, during the movie, he just kind of changes his tune and, and reacts differently to different characters by the end of it. Um, the one thing I would say is that it has that same sort of thing with bodies, 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 where it's these upper class entitled more, you know, a lot of English people who um, I would say are like a lot of them are Tories. Okay. Uh, very conservative. Um, and, you know, they're for some reason they find themselves in this kind of um, mansion in the desert, but they, they don't like being in Morocco. Like okay. They're just they're they're there because it's they like, can say they're it's, going yeah, to Morocco. Okay. It's unique or whatever. Yeah. It's you know it's it gives them this sort of um, this sort uh, sort of hold over the place, you know. And there's there's a it's a bit like upstairs or the Downton Abbey where you have like the the rich upper class and then you have the people that work for the for the people that own the house and stuff like that. So, um, it's an interesting one. I just think it's missing a little bit of a charm factor okay. where there's no character that you can kind of get behind as as like. Oh, I I've enjoy I, I enjoy him from from start to finish, or I can see their point of view. It's a lot of them are just like very cutting, you know, not very nice, just very um, just British, s- yeah, British, very slimy, kind <laughs> of, very slimy. Okay, rich. um, but it is an interesting one, and I I would see it definitely fits into that category of watching it on a on a plane. I could definitely see the 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 middle aged folk watching it on a plane if they okay. if they had the chance, um. But yeah, it's just missing that kind of Brendan Gleeson magic. And is that is it is it more of a directing problem or a script problem? Because obviously he wrote and directed this, and um, like I know he's direction very good. wise. Direction wise, I think it's, it's it is good. Okay, it keeps you really really engaged, and it, it there's a little bit of um, not a mystery, but it keeps you engaged with with one of the storylines about where it's gonna go. Okay, um, and the ending is actually really really good. Okay. Really good. Like it, by the end, you, it's a satisfactory ending. Um, just again, it could be a personal thing that there was just no character I could kind yeah. of get my 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 head my head around and just be like, okay, they're the one I'm kind of rooting for. 
it's a lot of just slimy characters. Yeah. None of them. A bit are, like Succession. Yeah, a lot of people like that. Yeah, just but no comedy yeah. or maybe none. Of them. Yeah, and like a lot of them are like the. There's one bit where they're they're talking about immigrants, um, but it's just so ridiculous when you consider like the whole house is full of immigrants. Yeah. in this sense, because you know they they're they're coming from abroad. But yeah, it interesting. I can see how people will would enjoy it but just, again just personally I think it was just missing that little bit of a charm that we've seen in the likes of Calvary or The Guard or okay. we see in, in a lot of say um, Michael McDonald movies with, okay. with uh, In Bruges and stuff like that sure. so um, yeah again uh, uh, okay off the top of your head what sort of flight we we talking about here um, business flight back Ooh. from Zurich wow yeah. okay yeah. very cool yeah flying direct back to Dublin or stop over in London. Stop over in London. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. Okay. I, yeah. I can kind of pick up on that point yeah. of that movie. Exactly. Um, okay. And oh then, no, an Irish person would watch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an Irish person wouldn't be in business class. Um, the and then the last nomination for this is Leslie Manville for Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, which you haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, that sounded like a bit of a. Oh, I'm waiting to see it in the cinema. Yeah. Um, I watched it in the cinema. The proper form. Yeah, I watched it in the cinema. I got an advanced screening of it, David. Personal Yeah, I went to the Stella. Oh, nice. Universal Ireland invited me. Oh, nice. They did not. (laughs) Um, What you call it? Yeah, so Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris is a heartwarming, um, joyful movie. Delightful. A a delightful. um, Paddington. Just think Paddington. That's the vibe. But basically, it's about 1950s London about a widowed cleaning lady who falls in love with this Dior dress that one of her clients has. And she's decided, like, you know, I heard, like I said, her husband's dead. She's gone around cleaning all these houses and shit. And she sees this dress and she goes... I'm fuck. I'm having that. That's mine. I'm getting one. And then she sounds like Del Boy. Yeah, she's like, "This song next year, Del Boy. We'll be all in Couture, hot, hot Couture. The dresses. hot Couture. I can't. I can't remember what it is. It's like fit to whatever measure. Um, but yes. So she decides that. So she tries to raise a load of money and to get this to get to get over to Paris to go over to nip into the Dior buy one of these dresses and heads back. But little does she know, you know, it's a whole week-long process and, you know, she's not dressed particularly elegantly as the usual Dior clientele would be, so they're very standoffish. It might have something to do with... I can't give out about the French and the British in one podcast. Absolutely, no problem. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the French. Uh, French designers. French fashion designers, you know, very snooty. Um, Parisians. Parisians, (laughs) yeah. So, um, but eventually what happens is um, she is a, because she is such a delightful, charming character, she's able to warm the hearts and charm all of these Dior people into becoming like better people and helping save the brand of Dior eventually kind of thing that's not too much of a spoiler but it's based on a book called Mrs. Aris without the H Thanks. and they made a they made a version of it with um, what's her face from Murder She Wrote uh, Lansbury Angela Lansbury so I've done it before but yeah it's 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 just really sweet yeah. uh, but I think I, the movie doesn't work without your one Leslie Manville yeah. she's fanta- phenomenal and she's so nice and lovely in it and there's some other good people that you might know in it like Jason Isaacs and stuff yeah um, he's great but it's not a believable movie like it's it's so like this is where the fucking cold hard 
psychopath mm. in your Gary comes out it's like yeah. none of it's believable this would never happen it's yeah. like so much of the plot conveniences are like ugh but this is based on a true story isn't no, it? it's no it's not it's, it's all based fictional. on a book okay great. based on the book it's all fictional yeah. Um, so yeah it has like the warmth of like I said a Paddington movie it's like it's not also her comedic performances but it's like some of the dramatic scenes as well like shit happens in it and you like it breaks your heart mm. if you had one and it's just so nice uh, but yeah it's definitely worth going to see in the cinema um, but also like on a flight like five years from there you see it on sticking on um, also uh, there's a scene where she puts some money on a on betting out the scores in like Premier League games she has Tottenham down to lose David <laughs> I looked into it Tottenham came second that season so joke's <laughs> on you Mrs. Harris hey, she's from London so yeah she... I don't know she must be a Gunners fan West Ham maybe yeah Chelsea I don't know uh, but yeah it's got two things that I love it's the, it's got the Brits being at it and it's got the French being taken down a peg <laughs> although I feel like it, we're, we're contrasting the whole British thing because we've gone from you know the skating kind of yeah to the nice lovely working nice, class yeah exactly yeah. Uh, and then I have uh, oh in terms of the peer review I don't think anyone has seen it so I grabbed one from someone else where from Kyle gave it four stars and it's called Paddington's Phantom Thread <laughs> Um, and in terms of the flights uh, what did I have this oh this is a Dublin to London Saturday at quarter to eleven you know you're fresh <laughs> you're just you're heading over to London you're yeah. just get, exposing yourself to some British energy before you head over yeah. I could now you could do it on a flight to Paris, Paris but I think it is, makes yeah. more sense to go nah P- Paris is a different vibe yeah exactly yeah. Uh, I think I'll have a f- yeah I have one movie here actually for a Paris flight yeah. uh, but in terms of best actor then who do you want to say for the month of September um, no one unfortunately there isn't really anyone that stood out but I think Florence Pugh for yeah. me is just the one that like carried her movie more yeah. than anyone else yeah Um, and yeah again I don't think the movie works without her yeah it's yeah yeah well, well done oh Harry Harry seems good with that but like oh we didn't ask him what he thinks about Don't Worry Darling Okay, yeah. What what does he? I assume he, you know he, he's done. He press was, with he, this. Well, he has to be press about it. He's talked about it. Yeah. He's read and researched the he script. He must be sick of doing it. Yeah, but I bet you he probably has some really interesting thoughts yeah. and you know, insights to the movie. My favorite thing about the movie is like it feels like a like a movie. It feels like a real like you know go to the theater film movie that you know you, you kind of the reason why you go to watch something on the big screen. Wow. Blows me away every time. Oh my god! Yeah, just like you can see where his, his just, talent comes how from. How he's able to just pick those parts out and understand the movie on such on that level. He weaves his words <laughs> like a Dior dress. Uh, we should, I should have put a load of Harry Potter, uh, not Harry Potter, Harry Styles puns, but no, we don't. The time. Uh, there's too many movies. Right. Okay. Let's get on to worst actor as well. Hmm. Um, we know who's winning, but uh, let's talk about. Well, we mentioned we nominated Harry Styles for Don't Worry Darling, but again, it's not the worst actor. We have trouble with the worst actor. And, yeah, and I, again, it's it's like this month was just so indifferent. Yeah, so <laughs> just so nothing. Yeah. See, I don't know because I was coming down from a holiday, so I didn't know if it was just yeah, like that. It was yeah, and again, but no, I think the movies were shite. See, and again, it is a big thing with Hollywood that September is unique or is unique in this form that you're coming off summer when, when they put out a lot of their big block, blockbusters. Yeah. They know a lot of kids are going back to schools and stuff. So, you know, even families won't have time to go to, to, to film. So they always put, you know, a lot of, it's a bit like January as well in, that, yeah. in terms of they put their weaker films in September. But again, I feel like there is an opportunity there for a big, not a, like a, 
a big huge movie so but like I, something like you, how, how the same way March has become a huge thing for, for the MCU and stuff like that there is some holiday in America is it Memorial Day Labor Day Labor Day yeah. which I think was Shang, Shang-Chi was Labor Day last year yeah. and they didn't do anything this year for it I just uh, the studios ran out of movies yeah. there's no movie like there's, there's no big movies even for the rest of the year yeah. but still tune into the podcast uh, <laughs> <laughs> well next month there's the big, biggest movie of the year obviously yeah. and uh, there's Avatar 2 but like there's no big blockbuster shit yeah. um, so I think this was literally just a, a dump of like yeah. a lot of movies and I, again I think the other the other thing is there's a lot of stuff coming on streaming this month Yeah, you look at Amazon Disney and Netflix Netflix all had and big, Paramount Plus big, <laughs> not sponsored though all had big um, big releases this, this month so yeah. again that could be another thing that they're just like yeah we're, we're gonna just work on those for, for the month of September yeah um, but speaking of so we got the Hilly off point then <laughs> no and that was good it was interesting um, mm. what you call it the yeah so in terms of worst actor mentioned Harry Styles um, Fall is another movie that yeah. came out this month and I don't it's not the worst acting. It's just poor acting in a in a movie with a lot of potential. Yeah. So again, the big thing here is there's so much. There's literally to spend so much time with the actors. Mm-hmm. It's really the contrast of a Florence Pugh where it's like being with her the whole movie makes it, whereas being with these characters the whole movie makes it worse. Yeah. Um. We'll go through a, a quick synopsis. Um. So we're, we meet two. We meet three characters at the start of the movie. They're climbing a mountain, and there's a bit of a tragedy. Um and then five year pa- five years sure no, five years passes sure. uh, some some uh, amount of time passes um and the two two girls um who are good friends who survived that tragedy decide they want to climb a TV tower in America America yep um out in the desert uh, it's very very tall uh kind of abandoned um just as a kind of solidarity that they're going to um kind of uh, mark the occasion. Oh, of, it was a year later, was it? was it? Maybe it was. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, some amount of time. Um and they get up the tower and unsurprisingly enough they get stuck up there. Um and we just literally spend the the, the movie of yeah. them trying to get down and because they're big daredevils they're yeah. big like they love climbing tall shit yeah and then one of them is in mourning because of the incident yeah and one, then, one of them is a big YouTuber she's yeah uh, big Instagrammer big Instagrammer yeah which I feel like the movie was trying to t- say something about that yeah, but yeah. A lot, do you know what there is a lot of movies this month that's saying a lot about society yeah <laughs> um, and again it's, it's it's that kind of thrill ride it keeps you on the edge of your seat but it's just it's nothing really beyond that it's, yeah it's like um, it's like a bump of coke <laughs> <laughs> you get a huge high off it for a short amount of time and then you know just slowly I wouldn't know David <laughs> I'm straight edge <laughs> um, um, yeah but yeah like it's really good tension really good suspense nerve wracking if you hate heights you'll hate this movie and yeah. um, but it's even though it's like I don't think it's still an hour and a half no it's two hours I think yeah, yeah. far too fucking long for what the premise is and um, a lot of with these kind of like High con not high concept, but like convoluted concept kind of movies. There's a lot of weird plot contrivances in yeah. it, and you're just yeah. like, no one would do that, no one would say that, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Not like a Mrs. Harris goes to Paris kind of thing, but like, and then the acting, I don't, it just wasn't good and it's fine. I maybe it was the script, but it was just like you didn't care about these characters yeah. by the end of it. Yeah. And if anything bad happened to them, you were like, getting the good. Yeah. It means I can go home yeah. earlier. Um, the biggest the biggest contra- or, uh, comparison I would have is, is 127 Hours like when you look at what yeah. what both Danny Boyle and James Franco did in that movie like they 
he keeps it engaged throughout and, and, and the struggle he has to go through to survive. Whereas in this one, again, as you said there, you don't really care about the end. You just yeah. kind of like wrap it up. Yeah. Like, yeah. And in terms of the peer reviews, yeah. Bill, two and a half stars. You think what I'm thinking, partner? Aim for the bushes. <laughs> Fist bumps does the gritty dice. Directed Shout- by Scott Mann. <laughs> Shout out to... Um, the other, the other guys, guys. Uh, Matthew said two stars this this movie uh, this movie jams sorry this jams every dumb twist it can into an absi- absurdly long running time to distract you from the fact that none of it makes any sense and the characters are morons who deserve what they got <laughs> exactly yeah. and then last was Sydney two and a half stars personally I would have I would have simply not climbed to the top of the 2000 foot tower with a sign that says no trespa- trespassing danger of death without alert any- alerting anyone to where I was but that's just me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and finally in terms of a flight <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Dublin to Porto at 7pm. <laughs> okay. Dublin to Porto yeah. on your holidays. Yeah, you're heading over like, ah, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> when's a good time to watch this movie. Maybe know. coming back. Maybe yeah. coming back. Let's swap it around. Yeah. Yeah, Porto to Dublin. Okay, that's fine. I can get by now. Let's change it back. Yeah. Um, And then the last nomination. Yeah. For Worst Actor. I think we just mentioned for now. Is, yeah, we'll get into that because I have a lot to say about yeah. the Michael Flatley directed, written and starring Michael Flatley movie. <laughs> Uh, Blackbird he wins this oh he wins this 1000% yeah. we don't yeah. even need to go to Harry Styles no Harry you sit down sit down <laughs> you you clean. You seem very worked up about the last thing you have to say he looks a bit exhausted um, you know, I think he wants to sing a song <laughs> we, don't, we don't have the copyright, <laughs> yeah, for that. The copyright yeah. I got done for copyright last week actually or last yeah. month or with the or or podcast with Owen uh, partly Seals legal team wasn't too happy with me wow. throwing in <laughs> Showing in Kiss for Rose as much as I did. <laughs> um, but look, we're fine. I'm still solvent so, for now. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, so uh, but yeah, he wins this 1000%. Yeah, um, so congratulations, yeah. Michael. And we'll get back to your movie a bit later on. <laughs> um, we can talk about Hidden Gems if you yeah. want. Um, yeah. Hidden Gems. Uh, I have three, I think, this month. Yeah. Uh, the Forgiven, you mentioned, was one. Yeah. Um, another one's called After Yang. Yes. Which is a very interesting movie. Yeah. Um, but what's it about? Who knows? Uh, so After Yang is like this movie starring Colin Farrell. So enough, I, I was like, sold. I'm in. Uh, but basically, it's about this guy whose young daughter is has a companion uh, who is a robot. And his name is Yang. And eventually, he malfunctions and breaks down. And then Colin Farrell's character is trying to find ways to repair him and basically goes through this process of learning about the robot and it's just a kind of whole thing about discovery, self-discovery of what life's about and what it's, what it means to have connections with people and yada, 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 all feelings and whatnot. And it's, yeah, I don't like, it's, it's really, it's, it's not really a, it's about anything. It, no, it it's is. It's a journey of a movie. No, okay. It, you, I can understand why you hate this movie. I didn't hate it. Yeah, come on, man. If you hate it, you I hate it. I gave it three stars. <laughs> okay. Um, no, this, like, it is, what I would say is there's no, there's no destination to this movie. Yeah, like, it's a journey, I said that. Yeah, it's, it, it's a lot of, um, it's, it's a lot of conception, conception in it. Yes. In terms of, they, they have the a lot of ideas. The sequel to Inception. <laughs> they have a lot of ideas in it. But my biggest thing about this movie is that it's, it's the whole thing of, like, you could see this story, um, linearly in terms of, like, um, in terms of time yeah in terms of time like one after the other and it wouldn't hit as hard as the way they've done oh, it in yeah, this yeah. movie what's the word time no but you know the way like in order chronologically chronologically order. there we go see I know more than David exactly yeah, yeah I need, to, need my encyclopedia so like th- this movie could have been done chronologically where we see Yang 
um, Yang's experience with the family and, and through time. And it could have been time jumps, things like that. But I think the way they did it is is far more hard hitting. Mm-hmm. It means a lot more when you see it. And it's that kind of unraveling of, you know, how much a character, how important a character is and how important it is that they're they're now gone. Um, there's there's one um, scene with uh, Colin Farrell and and yet the the actor who plays Yang, and it's just a simple you know chat about tea. Yeah. But it's because this memory pops up and you know how important it was to Yang at that time. Yeah. And how that interaction made him feel more a part of the family. It was the same with the with the interaction with the other character, the um, wife. What's her name? Yep, wife. She plays time. <laughs> chronological. Her name is chronological time. <laughs> what's her name? I feel really bad because I don't know the, name. the actress's the actress. name. Actress, yeah. Oh, uh, what's her face? Sorry. Oh, Jodie Turner Smith. Jodie Turner Smith. There we go. She's in um, Things. Queen and Slim. Yes, with Danny Clue. Um, oh, again, again, it's, it, it is a, just a simple kind of chat between the two characters. But again, because you're seeing it at a different time, not chronologically, you, you understand how important it was, and it's. Again, it's the daughter in it. I, I thought she was a bit weak in terms of acting. And she's I, a kid. I, no disrespect. Yeah, absolutely. Like, she's a kid. But throughout it, you can see how distraught she is that Yang is now gone. But it's only by the end of the movie, have, having seen certain memories, that you understand how important he really was mm-hmm. to the family as a whole, rather than just the daughter her, herself. Um, I, kind of, I kind of just went on a bit of a rant there, a bit of a um, tangent there, but it, it, I think I, I got just, my yes, point I, across. I wasn't trying to, yes, I, yes, that is, yeah. And I, see, I, I was trying to not give away the chronological nature of the movie, I guess, okay, yeah. but it's fine. Like, yes, I, that is an important aspect of it, yeah. but I, I think, I don't know, for me, it was just kind of like, I was way, again, it's a bit maybe like, don't worry, darling. I was so more interested with the other parts of the yeah. movie. Like it's set in the future and there's all this high tech, not like high tech stuff all about the place. Yeah. And even some things about, ooh, maybe like, is this business as good as they say they are? And we, we kind of don't spend time with that, which yeah. I was interested in. So the thing, again, it's an independent movie. So yeah, David, so I understand much, that. There's only so much they can do. Yeah. But I wanted mm. corporate espionage. With killer robots. I wanted a sequel yeah. to iRobot, okay? Yeah. And um, you do actually get a bit of that because... You, that's uh, kind of what I... That, that's what I the, thought was really interesting The robot does uh, record certain things yeah. within the family uh, dynamics. So. Um, there's a cool dance. That dance... Okay, yeah. We won't give away anything about the dance, but it's the opening credit scene. Yeah. It's worth it alone. Yeah. It's an hour and a half. If you want to see Colin Farrell dance. Yes. Well worth it. Um, but yeah, a bit of a hidden gem because I don't think many people know about it. It's yeah. only in the IFI, so that's why I feel like, you know... Yeah. People have to trek in to go see it. Yeah. Um, and in terms of the peer review, it's here. Oh, uh, four stars. <laughs> it's just Liam saying it's the greatest open credit scene of all time. Yeah. Uh, and then the flight. What do I have here for the flight? I watched this. Cairo to Dublin. Cairo to Dublin. Interesting. What did I have down here? Oh, I said Tuscany to Dublin on a Thursday at 7 p.m. Yeah. No, oh, so I'm close enough. Do- yeah, no, I can, I can get that vibe. Yeah. yeah. You kind of, yeah. I don't know why I said Tuscany though. Oh, someone Tuscany. I know is going to Tuscany. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was in my, you got a text. It was in my head, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then, and then there's another movie that Gary, it was too intellectual for Gary, for me to like, um, which was 3,000 Years of Lying. Do you want me to? Yes. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yes, David, please talk about this movie. Uh, okay, so um, this is a kind of fantasy story. It's kind of an anthology story. It's a bit of everything. 
Um, it's about a woman who is kind of a, she's a professor with of, a fake job. Yeah, she's anyway, a professor I'll stop, I'll stop. of something of narology or some yeah. shit like or storyology, storytelling. I'll find it. Like yeah, story. Who, um, what a, anyway, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, she she ends up by she's in Istanbul and she buys a bottle and uh, opens a bottle or yeah breaks opens a bottle and of course a a, a genie um, pops out and, a gin uh, gin sorry um played by Idris Elba. Um, and he obviously wants to be set free from from the bottle, and is asking her to to grant three wish, or he, you know, he can grant her three wishes. Um, um, and it's it's her kind of she, she knows she's kind of clued into the whole idea of you know genies and granting wishes and things like that, and she's kind of she's a bit too smart to um for her for his own good, if that makes sense. Um, and he tells stories throughout his life of, of 3,000 years on, of how certain people made wishes or maybe didn't make wishes that he had hoped they would. Um, and we're, we're kind of brought on this journey. Um, but it is... It's it's intricate, let's say. Yes. But what I will say is it's unique. Yes. It's George Miller... From Mad Max Fury Road fame. From Mad Max Fury Road fame. And he is... You can definitely tell he doesn't give a fuck. He's just like, I'm making this because I want to make this. Yeah. It's interesting to him. And conceptually wise, like, it is interesting. It does fall down in bits, but I definitely enjoy myself. I think the the whole um, anthological nature nature of the uh, first half was probably more interesting than the, the second half where it does slightly fall down. But I had a good time with it, and it's it's like it keeps you engaged in terms of like each of the stories it tells. Uh, the overall narrative is, is probably a little bit weak, but what I would say is that it's kind of secondary in that first half and kind of only really comes to the fore towards mm-hmm. the end. Um, do you know what? It's it's the type of thing where I wouldn't mind seeing another story within that world. Yes. Um, maybe from from a different kind of point of view and stuff like that. But um, yeah, definitely. It's 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 one where you could definitely see it either way. Like I can understand if people wouldn't enjoy it, but I had a good time with it mm-hmm. just in terms of the whole, um, sorry, the uniqueness yeah. of the story and stuff like that. Yeah, actually, speaking of that point, you made an interesting point there about um, uh, people not liking it. I'm one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> look, no, it's not bad. It's um, no look. Great things about this movie. Cast is great. Cast solid, solid performances. And mm-hmm. um, the, the chemistry between them works very well. Yeah, uh, Tilda Swinton's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, she's like great in this as well. Um. The visuals, yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. The score, brilliant. CGI is a bit dodgy, but again, it's, it's yeah, that I'll type of movie where I'm like, um, yeah, it's not big. It's not a big budget studio, movie. yeah, yeah. And the world is really interesting, yeah. But for me, it was like it sets up the story, yeah, and then it, for me, it was like pulls handbrake, starts telling about other stories that I find really interesting, and then it stops that and goes, hey, remember that thing we set up at the beginning of the movie? We're gonna go back to that now. And it's just kind of like, oh, I don't care, but you've set up this whole other thing. I, I don't, I, it's, it just feels very disjointed. And yeah. it is really interesting. I want to see more movies like this. I love the idea of it. I just felt an execution. It was just, a, for me, I, I watched this, I, this was a double feature, by the way. I watched this after Beast. So I probably wasn't fully alert for it anyway. Yeah. And I was too focused on wondering if, uh, Idris Elba was going to fight a big lion in South Africa <laughs> so it's a but look at the same time it's a boldly creative project I described it as which yeah. I love to see but I just wish I enjoyed it more yeah no that's, that's you get it yeah <laughs> genies make wishes yeah so I know yeah. Wishes. Um, but no and like clearly it's really interesting because you know because she's a neurologist or whatever the fuck 
storyology. She's something about stories and stuff. She's obviously seen like bedazzled with Brendan Fraser. She goes, ah, I know what it's like. <laughs> you gotta be very careful about making wishes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of an interesting take on that. But um, it's a really interesting world. It's just like, the, yeah, yeah. I think even the ending, I was a bit upset by. Yeah. The other thing is, it's. I think it. The other thing is, it covers a lot of points. It's trying to cover a lot of um, a lot of uh, ideas about yeah. humanity and and relationships and stuff but the, the other thing I liked is that it doesn't answer all the questions it doesn't hand you the answer yeah, it's, yeah. it's your interpretation which again some people might not enjoy that but yeah, some I'm people might I'm too dumb for that I yeah, need the answers exactly yeah and it, it is it's unsatisfactory in that nature but it's your own you're making your own mind up and, and of where things are going or what what certain things are happening yeah. within the story but it's and I, I think that is the issue with a lot of um, films these days is that they're just kind of feeding you the answer we'll, we'll talk mm-hmm. about that in in a few other other entries um later on and even sort of some of the early ones as well but just for me i again as you say i'd love just similar similar story yeah exactly similar stories of, of the same type and um i know this was written or this was uh, adapted from a short story which again maybe the issue is there that yeah. it's just elongated a bit too much and they're kind of spread a little bit too thin but yeah, just for me, it was it was that kind of uniqueness that really kind of pulled me in, and, and it's it's just that stuff that we like seeing every once in a while. Yeah, and uh, Kira also enjoyed. She gave three and a half stars. She said, "I was pleasantly surpri- surprised by how much I enjoyed this movie. While it was a bit confusing and it made you think about the meaning behind the story, I felt the story was quite uh, was told quite well. However, the ending was quite." abrupt which i wasn't a fan of the chemistry was great between the two leads their interactions and conversations were enjoyable to watch this mightn't be everyone's idea of a good story but i do think it's worth a watch to see what you think yeah three and a half stars and in terms of the flight uh, i think what did i have here i think this was a, this was a turkey to london at 11 a.m makes sense you know yeah, yeah so there you go because <laughs> it kind of sets up the word like i don't know you enjoy the 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 land of Turkey and yeah. its history and stuff yeah. a bit, which is kind of cool. In terms of hidden gems, what the f are we giving this to? When, why have I decided to censor myself? Who? When did I fucking decide that? <laughs> Harry's got no Harry's idea. Harry's got. He's not. He's not happy about it. Um, most hidden or most gemmy. So what are the options again? After okay, Yang, we're saying after three thousand years or the Forgiven. Is those three, which one would you enjoy the most? Which one would the average person enjoy the most? Miss, okay, just to be sure, Miss Harris goes to Paris isn't a hidden gem. Nah, that's everywhere. Nah, okay, it's, on, it's on a billboard. Do revenge. Don't worry, darling. After Yang, they're forgiven. See how they run. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Pinocchio's Blackbird. Three thousand years fall. What's most hidden or most gemmy? Yeah, three thousand years is also kind of more. It was more kind of popular than the other two. I'd say so. Yeah. This is after Yang? Yeah, maybe. But again, I don't think it's... I'd say it's hidden. It's only playing in the IFI. Yeah, I think hidden-wise it probably, probably meets the criteria, but... Gemmy-wise? I don't think everyone's going to enjoy it. But again, not everyone is going to enjoy a hidden gem. So yeah. that's, that's probably fair. Yeah. You give that Colin Farrell's after Yang? Yeah. Yeah, go on, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. That man's racking up the gazzies. Yeah, isn't he? Um, love to see. He had a big month this month. Oh, no, it was last month. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Banshees um, or... Ban- no, oh, next month is Banshees month. finishing. He's, every month he has a movie. Yeah. So 13 Lives, yeah. After Yang, Banshees. Man, man's on a roll. Can't stop him. Um, <laughs> that's about to make a bad joke. Um, visible Garbage. Yeah. Um, what are we putting in here? 
Uh, I have <laughs> I have 3,000 years alone yeah. um, I have Hocus Pocus 2 which I can talk about briefly for, yeah. I, look I just have to put it in somewhere it's a fine movie have you seen Hocus Pocus it's all about the three Sanderson's, Sanderson sisters and they're come. They're back again they get the original cast back and it's Halloween night and this girl and her friend accidentally summon them on their 16th birthday and the Sanderson sisters come back to try and obtain the book and cast a spell to make them super powerful witches fine and um, it's gr- it's just painfully grand I don't even know why we're talking about it but we need to put something in visible garbage it's on Disney Plus it's now 40 minutes if you like the first movie like might like this I wouldn't say it's going to create new fans of it by any means necessary however I think what the most impressive thing about this for me was how flawless the three leads fall back into it yeah. they're really good like they're just nice. fantastic and Bette Miller's great Sarah Jessica Parker's great uh, Kathy surname I don't remember is great although I have a weird grudge with the movie where she does this weird thing with her mouth where she's like this the whole time for some reason in the first movie it's on her right side and the second movie it's on her left side and it's really jarring to yeah. me and I don't know why yeah. um, but what else about Hocus Pocus so like, one thing I've heard about this movie just in terms of reviews is that they kind of they push towards that line of being a little bit rude a little bit kind of um, just on the edge of of uh, I, don't, I don't want to say explicit but like but would would that have not made sense when you you're taking something that happened that came out thirty, 30 years, years ago, ago? Yeah, yeah. That you you kind of see you kind of go with the times and think like the the fans of that are now in their twenties, thirties, forties. Why wouldn't we also move with that and make it less of a kids it's movie? Still on Disney, but it's again, still on Disney. It has the Disney, Disney thing in it in front yeah. of it. But like, I don't know. Some of it's really funny with like the whole. There's the whole out of world or like um. What's the world? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, time. No, it's, uh, <laughs> they're like um. Out of time, yeah, misplaced, and they, yeah. they're kind of learning what new technology is about, yeah. and that's kind of fun. And there's some really cool bits in it where they have like a Sanderson sister um, competition, a fancy dress competition, and there's like lot like there's drag queens in it and stuff like that. And yeah. it's like it cuts to it's a bit weirdly meta movie because you have a gay couple watching the movie. And I just think, well, one, it's just cool to have a gay couple in a Disney movie. That's yeah. why I mentioned that. But also, they're watching the original movie, oh, which I right. don't really understand. So the that. movie happened in the world. I don't know. I didn't really... Oh, wait. Are they playing the people in the movie? No, 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 no. It's still it's... like the same universe, but it's almost as if like they made a movie about right, it happening happen. kind of thing. Okay, yeah. But yeah, and I think what's also cool about it is like the three new leads, the three new like leads in it, they're grand. They're like... I don't think they act bad. I just think their characters are really bland. Yeah. But like, they don't... They don't Make try and make the movie about them. Yeah. It's very much the Sanderson exactly. sisters yeah, kind yeah. of having the spotlight in it. Yeah. But I just think from Visible Garbage or Blatant Muck, sorry. Um, yeah, like it's fine. Like yeah. it's Hocus Pocus too. They've been trying to make it for thirty years, and this is yeah. what it came up with. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Um, and then in terms of the review, my favorite one is five stars. It comes from Lilia, Lil Lila, Lilia, L I L I A. Lilia, yeah. Lilia. Uh, will it take me being in this movie to be the top letterbox review? Oh, yeah. Probably. Is it narcissistic to review a movie you're in and give it five stars? Probably. <laughs> so she Good gets for her. It. Yeah. And then I, in terms of the flight, oh, winter flight from New York to London. Okay, yeah. Yeah, just stick it on. But it's not the main movie you're watching. Yeah. You're yeah. sticking on as well. You're having a nap and then you're watching yeah. this and then you're watching something else. Um, then Blake, and then what else are we talking about for this kind of... Oh, Pinocchio goes here. Oh, yeah. Pinocchio goes here. Ah. Oh, okay, I can talk about Pinocchio. Sorry, David. Oh, go for, can it. I go for it. Keep going, man. Oh, man, Pinocchio. I have so many bad movies talking about this one. It's great. Pinocchio is 
Everyone knows Pinocchio. Yeah. It's the tale about the little wooden boy who's wished to life, or he's brought to life by the fairy godmother kind of thing, and he is learning how to be. A, he has to prove he's a little boy to become a li- to become a real boy. And he has to prove he's a little. He boy. He has to prove. Yeah, he has to prove he has the qualities of a little boy to become a real little boy. Yeah, and he he meets all these fantastical characters as he goes along and learns what it's like to be a little boy. And whenever he lies, his grow nose long. <laughs> his nose grows long, and yeah. It's where you explain Pinocchio. Oh yeah, no, yeah. sorry, you're doing fine. Yeah, sorry, every time you say little boy, I'm just thinking of a different thing. That okay, we talk about. Um, so yeah, it's fine. It's one of these many Disney live action remakes, which I think a lot of people are sick of these days. Especially, mm. I think Lion King was the straw that broke oh, the uh, muck. The <laughs> <laughs> broke the muck. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a shot for shot remake. This is effectively a shot for shot remake. However, I think one of the Strangest things it chose to do was actually get rid of a lot of the songs, which I would have enjoyed yeah. a bit to see a bit more of, um, except for the fact that Tom Hanks can't sing at all. It's mm-hmm. nice to know, like, someone as good as Tom Hanks has... Flawless. He's not good at things, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but look, it's a great cast. Um, the fantas- It's fantastic production design, rich source material, but it does feel like it's missing something. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have that sort of same charm. And I know I haven't seen the original movie in years, but, like, it, I just felt like it was missing something. Um, it's quite small in scope as well, which is, was a bit disappointing to see, and you can kind of understand why they put it on streaming rather than in, in theatres. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like I said, the music has gone... Uh, the music's kind of reduced, uh, but even though there's, like, 20 minutes extra um, of runtime in this... I'd also be lying if I if I was saying that the character of Pinocchio didn't become an ear sore after 20 minutes because that's a lot of oh Jiminy and you're just like oh shut the fuck up someone burned this boy so it is a, is it a kids movie yes yeah okay so like I'm biased in this but like I would say that some of the best movies for kids are the ones yeah, the adults can enjoy um and but also I will say like um. Yes, that took me out of some moments. And then also, like, Tom Hanks is super charming and great. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I don't know if he's doing a good job, but he does a job, and he does it, he really commits to it. Is he a CGI character? Yeah, he's the Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, yeah. He's really good. But he's doing a voice. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. But it's like, you wouldn't know it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I think that was the interesting thing about it. It's like seeing his character in G.I. Joe, and you're like, wow, that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt? And uh, (laughs) it's just not the same. But yeah, so that was kind of interesting. And then there's, like, Keegan-Michael Keels in it, and Cynthia Revo's in it. Uh, and they're great. Uh, I think Lee, Lee, what's his name? Lee Evans is in it as well. Yeah. But they're not in it enough. They're nearly like cameos, cameos and it's yeah. just like these. Like Keegan Michael Peel is great in it. He plays. Is it Keegan Michael Key or Keegan, Jordan Peel? Keegan Michael Key. Key. Did I say that? Yeah, you said Keegan Michael Peel. Oh, sorry. Keegan Michael. <laughs> time chronological. <laughs> Keegan Michael Peel is not great. Keegan Michael Key. Time chronological. <laughs> Jody Turner Smith. Uh, anyway, he's great in it. Uh, Keegan Michael Keegan Michael Key is great. In it. It's very late. KMK. KMK is very good in it, but he's not in it. He plays the fox character. Yeah. Um, and what else? So yeah, they're all. Uh, oh, so Robert Zemeckis. He's done fantastic movies. This is kind of weak. Um, look, I think it's a solid watch if you're a Disney fan, but I think if you're new to it at all, it's quite shite. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else? Uh, <laughs> what else do you want to write? Anything else? Anything else I want to say about Pinocchio in general? Um, I will say about the reviews though. Uh, Bill gave it point zero. St- oh yeah, yeah, point zero and a half stars from Bill. He says so. Pinocchio's nose his nose grows every time he lies. Right? What if? Hear me out. He just saws it off and makes unlimited lumber. Literally, all he'd need to do <laughs> is say this movie isn't bad over and over. Lies really could save the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then one and a half stars from Wendy saying the second film of the year where Tom Hanks plays a European caricature yeah. alongside an exploited puppet. Also, there's a, so there's only one scene where he lies and his nose grows big. 
but it's to help him get out of a situation, which is effectively, hey kids, lie, lie. and it helps you, you work you out. Also, biggest thing, anyone who's listened to the Ghost Rider podcast knows that I had a strong connection with the Pleasure Island plot yeah. of the movie, storyline of the movie. Expertly done on this. Really, I was, it was haunting and horrifying. Yeah. Although it was a bit, it was really silly, which was fun. Actually, I did enjoy the pleasure island sequence of this movie. Uh, I will say the kid turning into the donkey is still horrifying and very just like, oh my god, this is a kid's movie kind of thing. So yeah. that was good. Um, but that's in it. I was worried they'd they take it out. They didn't. Um, because it's really cool. Because it's basically anyway. I won't go. It's they build it like a ride, yeah. so I wouldn't be surprised if it becomes a Disney, yeah. Disney ride, Disneyland ride. Uh, what Sydney to London after a three-hour delay? <laughs> wow! So you're looking to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that has to win Blatant Mook. Unless there's anything else this month, it's your award, man. I think we has to go for this. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. We're flying along. What else we got? Oh, do, where are we putting Ticket to Paradise? Yeah. And do Revenge. We haven't mentioned either of those. See, I think they're just movies. There's nothing to them. Let's talk about the movie. Okay. We don't have to go to anyone. No, that's we don't fine. have to go to anyone. I'll, I'll go with Ticket to Paradise first, okay? And the way I'm going to um, review this movie is I'm going to tell you the start of the movie. Okay. okay? And you're going to tell me what happens by the end, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> so, we have George Clooney and we have Julia Roberts. And they're a divorced couple. Oh. And they hate each other. They hate each other. It's going to be great when they get back together at the end of the week. <laughs> exactly. So uh, they hate each other, but um, their daughter is graduating from college. She's um, just graduated from law. Um, so they have to kind of meet up and, and meet up for that and kind of um, <clears throat> get along. Um, and after her however many years in university she decides I want to go on holidays just for a bit you know take some time off so her and a friend decide to go to Bali okay and um, so she goes off to Bali and she meets a boy a boy in Bali yeah a Bali boy yeah um, and all of a sudden she decides I'm going to marry this boy it's love at first sight it sounds um, like father of the bride if you ask me yeah exactly it's well. not like that at all um, but, anyway. but George Clooney and Julia Roberts are, are distraught the same mistakes they made when they were younger, their their daughter is making the same mistakes you know that they made in the past twenty five years ago. Mm-hmm. So they decide they have to team up. They have to go to Bali and they have to try and stop this wedding at all costs. Whether you know that's you know doing mischievous things or whatever it is. Um. Then is there anything else? No, that's pretty much it. Is 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 there anything you? How how would you end that movie? What what do you think would happen? Oh well, they get back together. Yes, yeah, of course, but. Well, I, I yeah. want to know if I want to know if there's like a highlight reel of George and Julia just playing pranks on them. There's like a oh, whole no. like no, there's not a little highlight reel of them doing different things throughout they the sti- They steal certain things from yeah, them. I'd say so. Like that, yeah, yeah. there like I will say it. It is a funny bit in a bar where they play beer pong with some some kind of cheesy '90s music, which is good fun. But for me, this movie it's just very cliched. It's very predictable, and it's it's totally fine. Um, I think it could have been better. Like it could have been funnier with some some more comedic actors. Um, and it could have been more um kind of entertaining in that sense. But just story wise, just a bit bland. Did it have any right to come out in cinemas? No, like again, they they have George Clooney and Julia Roberts. That's the only reason. Yeah, this, I feel like this, this could have been. Would, this would I feel like this could have been like a, a Netflix or yeah. a Disney or an Amazon Prime and exactly yeah. get people to subscribe yeah. to it. For yeah, the, yeah. the only reason it's in cinemas is is, is, the, is the two. Uh, the two main actors. Mm. There's actually another character in a, um, a French pilot who's actually quite funny. He's just okay. He's just a bit. Maxime Buter plays Gid. No, uh. that's that's. Oh, the, Billy Lord's in this. 
Yeah, yeah, she's uh, Lily, the uh, the daughter's or no, sorry, your daughter's friend. Yeah, Lily. the daughter's yeah. friend. Yeah, sure. The blonde girl. Um, oh wait, the two girls, uh, the two people from Booksmart. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. No, one girl from Booksmart. No, both. No, no, the other girl. No, Billy Lord's in Booksmart. She's the oh, manic is friend. She? Oh, is she? Have sorry. you seen Booksmart? I have seen Booksmart. You know the I crazy you, one. I thought you were talking about the two main girls. No, Booksmart. one of them is uh, your one uh, whose name Beanie Feldstein, who I call yeah. the wrong name, but I can't remember. And I got uh, the Booksmart episode I call her. This is name. the girl from Dopesick. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, it's 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 just a normal rom com stuff. Yeah, I but you know what? I probably would put it in in blatant muck. Okay, just for the fact that like the only reason this is in cinemas is because they wanted a holiday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only other point is they wanted to go to. Well, actually, this was filmed in uh, Australia. Well, I don't know if you saw there's an interview with George Clooney and Julia Roberts, and they were like the interviewer, the BBC one, I think it's Radio One, was like, "How much of this was just a holiday?" Like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> Excuse me. And they were like, what else? Like, oh, Ocean's Eleven. That's another good holiday movie for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Do Revenge. That's another movie. That's yeah. Um, so the other thing with these two movies, I definitely don't think they're they're suited to me. It's, yeah. It's, it's not a guy's movie. They're, neither of them are kind of guy's movies. But Do Revenge is a high school um, movie where we have the typical kind of high school, the typical modern high school where... You have those kind of, and again, it's, it's a lot of privileged characters. Okay. It's this kind of posh, posh skill stuff. Um, but our main character, can't remember her name. Um, let's go with Anne. No, it's something like Dara. Anne. Dara. I'll look into Dara. it. But I'm gonna say Anne for the time being. It begins with a D. Um, Drea. Drea. There we go. Drea. Um, oh, it's Camilla Mendes. She's yeah, yeah. She's with uh, one of the lads, and she sends him uh, an explicit video, who, which ends up online. And he's like the the head boy. He's like the most important guy in in school. Um, he's walking he around with a, his Letterman jacket, with his hair slicked back. Yeah, he has a uh, he has a, a rich father who probably donates to the school. Um, and she ends up getting suspended and stuff and, and has to kind of stay home during the summer uh, while he gets away scot-free. So she teams up with... What does he do? What does, so what does she do? She hits him. No, she do revenge. Oh, she do revenge, sorry, yeah. Uh, so she teams up with... Maya um, Hawk. Maya Hawk's character. Eleanor. Eleanor. And um, they they try to, to do revenge. Oh, yeah. Do they do... No, don't spoil it. I don't want to know. No, yeah. Um, look, it, it's totally fine. It's for me. It's just like it's white people and it's rich people trying to get back at each other, and it's it's that kind of whole bitchiness. And I'm just like, if this isn't like, it's not something that happens in the real world. Yeah. Whereas, like, it's it, it's someone like someone someone pisses you off, and you decide, you know, ten years down the line, I'm gonna get them back for that. Or oh, I've been planning my whole thing with you. <laughs> it's just the way you fucking sit in the fucking cinema chair. I'm build, I'm slowly building my revenge. Don't you worry. Um, but I just didn't enjoy it. But uh, like, do you know what? Kira watched it. She enjoyed it. I know some like Avril watched it as well, didn't she? she yeah, I have it. her peer review thing yeah. here. Um, which is... So it, it obviously just was my own taste. But um, just personally, again, yeah. it's, it, there's no character you can kind of get behind and go like, oh, I like. I'm I'm rooting for that character. Yeah, Avril uh, gave it three and a half stars, and she says. A- epitome of be gay do crime yeah uh, i enjoyed this a lot more than i expected tbh and i think our the cures review was like <laughs> was like this is exactly my movie yeah, this, is, exactly, this, is, yeah. this is what i watch yeah and um, no, that's fair and like i just wanted to include them to say they came out this yeah, month uh, yeah and thank you for watching them so i didn't have to that's on streaming netflix that's on netflix as well um but yeah blatant book as well chuck it in there 
Yeah, because we can't know the rest. But it's going to Pinocchio anyway. No, yeah. Don't worry. Wins. Don't worry. In case anyone's getting offended, it's yeah. going to the wooden boy, the little wooden boy. <laughs> little they should have got Timothy Chalamet to pay Pinocchio. <laughs> oh that my was god, a, that would have been excellent. That was the thing I was laughing about earlier when you said little oh boy. God, I was Timothy like, Chalamet. Yeah. I can't do it. Or what about Tom Holland? I was literally just. Oh, I've got no strings. <laughs> no strings. Oh, I can't be telling any fibs. <laughs> Otherwise, my nose. What do they say, nose? What's an English word for nose? As long as the river thames. <laughs> anyway, um, right. Let's get back, let's get on to more bad movies. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> what, what do we have left? Okay, I think we just have Blackbird and see how they roll. No, no. The so wait. Oh, we have worst categories? movie, best movie, two categories. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, and we just have okay. Let's yes, yeah, see everyone on Blackbird. Let's just improve the mood a bit by going the best movie before we. Yeah, let's end on Blackbird. Yeah, Great absolutely. Yeah. Right, see how they run, David. You want to go with that, or will I go with that? No, I you go. Because like, I'm doing Blackbird. Okay, yeah. Or will I let, no, I'm not letting you touch Blackbird. I'm not no, telling you. Have, no. I'm not letting you have like slander on the podcast. Well, I told you my whole thing about Blackbird. Yeah, it's yeah. the best movie ever. Um. Wait. Yeah. Go for it. See how they run is a murder mystery who done it. Um, set on in the backdrop of the Mousetrap, yeah, which is a play that's still running. I think it's actually on. It's based on an Agatha Christie. Book. Yeah, and it's it's on in the Gaiety this week. I think. No way. Yeah. Uh, Should we not go? I think Lily is gone. Oh, fair play. Um, and okay, one of so this is it, it's a it's a play that is being turned into a movie. Um, in the movie, it, when's this? Like the nineteen. 40s, 50s, 50s, just after the war. This Harris is probably popping about. Um, and one of the... Sorry, the director who who's about to make the movie is uh, killed. And a, a movie adaptation of the play. Yeah, is killed in um, extremely dodgy circumstances in the uh, theatre that the mousetrap is taking place. And all the... Well, all the people um, that are involved in the production of the play and the movie are now suspects... So we meet um, Sam Rockwell's um, inspector. S- doesn't say FTO, <laughs> and then it cuts off. Uh, is the inspector? Is the detective? Is a detective, and he is uh, working alongside um, Saoirse Ronan, who is uh, just a, a random she's kind like of a, copper. She's a constable. Yeah, and um, also begins with ST. <laughs> That's all the information I have for you there. But yeah, it, this is a. F- is a fun movie. I definitely think this is the type of movie you would go to with your family and you would go and see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's, it's, it's kind of harmless in that this sense. This was a packed out... This was the busiest, like, screen yeah. I think I've, I've seen this, yeah. this, this month. Um, and it, it's it's grand. It's kind of fun, but it's... I was expecting something along the lines of a, a Knives Out. Kind mm-hmm. of something that will really reverberate with not only like cinema fans but you know in terms of pop culture as well it, you know it just doesn't really do that it's it's not that kind of quality level but it is a fun time and yeah it's, it's harmless enough and it's it keeps you kind of intrigued throughout as to you know who the who, who done who, it yeah who done it so um i was say sam rockwell's character is inspector stoppard and then yeah. it's constable stalker okay and i think i think it, it's reasonable for you to have those expectations because it sells itself on an, as being an arty movie yeah. and it feels like it's and it's very self-referential very yeah. meta that it, yeah. you feel like it's going to do a nice out yeah. on it where it's not that movie at all yeah. and i just kind of feel like that's because it, it it has the same style as a wes anderson movie, yeah. so you kind of expect more from it yeah so I think that's kind of maybe why, and I definitely had the same pitfall of yourself where I was I was expecting a lot more from this. I, I would nearly put it in blatant 
muck, but I think it is actually at the end of the day quite an enjoyable movie if you just go in for face value what it is. Yeah. It's like I said, very fun, and um, it's very like I said, meta and self-referential, which I initially enjoyed, yeah. and then for me it became far too much, yeah. and it was that feeling of the movie thinking it's a lot cleverer yeah, than it yeah. than it thought it was. And um, I thought the writing was quite weak at times, where it was kind of going for style over substance at yeah, some points, exactly, yeah. trying to achieve that sort of Wes Anderson aesthetic, and um, and it, look, it does achieve that, but it doesn't have the same charm. Charm, yeah, yeah. Um, especially around. Greatness. Um, she has. She steals the show in every scene she's so, in. I think my thing is she's just a bit too silly at stages. She kind of drifts into that kind of caricature. But I, I can understand yeah. that she is enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I just think that's why I just I gravitate to her because I, yeah, I liked yeah. her character the yeah. most in it. She, um, she's definitely that type of character I was looking for in other movies. Yes. I'm gonna get behind this. Put, stick that character in bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she's uh, like fantastic comedic performance it's just very genuine I don't know if it was the script or her to be honest Yeah. Uh, but it was even just the timing was great great um, for me the biggest disappointment was Sam Rockwell yeah. a usually very talkative loud mouth character yeah. is given the role of a one word monosyllabic yeah. sil- sil- what's the word syllabic. syllabic uh, thank you it time like, it was like <laughs> Keegan <laughs> Michael P <laughs> it was like a Ryan Gosling character yeah it was just like why you and he's okay. just like oh Lots of grunting. Just like, just like that. Yeah. Uh, which was just like, fine. Hope you got a lot of money for it, but it's definitely not the movie people are going to remember you yeah. for. Um, also, uh, Adrian Brody, very good. Yeah, quite very charming as well. Yeah. Uh, I thought a lot of the other cast was pretty pretty good as well. Yeah, uh, Daniel, is... Al- Al- what's his name? Daniel Aloe? What's his name? The guy who's in Selma. Yeah, I can't remember the second name. Anyway, he's good. Um, the kid out of Kingsman is, is actually quite good as he well. plays, he plays uh, real life um, Richard Attenborough yeah. he was again very charming he plays that character very kind of well yeah um, snooty yeah exactly um, but yeah it, like, it is a fun time and it's, it's the type of movie as soon as it, as soon as my man and dad saw it they were like oh we're going to see that in the yeah. Stella yeah yeah um, yeah yeah so yeah, you, I can definitely understand people enjoying this, but um, it's not later for a movie of the month, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It, yeah. it is a good fun time, and if you haven't seen it, you know, get and if you do get a chance to watch it, go and see it because it's that who done it, and I'll keep you engaged in that. It's just more. I think when we were looking at the month, the movies that's coming out in September, this was definitely the one that stuck out for me. That mm-hmm. like, oh, this is gonna be a fun time. This is the one I'm really gonna you know get behind. It was just wasn't mm. what I expected, and maybe that's just my own. Ex- expectations kind of getting in my way but mm-hmm. um, I think you, you had the same issues with yeah it. well I also this was a double feature I saw the same day I saw Bodies 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 yeah two who done two it. Donuts, yeah <laughs> by the end of the day I found out who did the double yeah. I did the double <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, our good friend Luke also saw it yeah. and he replied with one of my favourite I think because whenever people mess me on Instagram I'm like oh that's good like like nothing has created such a reaction as what Luke texts me yeah Oh, you nowhere. didn't tell me this though. yeah I didn't tell you this girl. <laughs> just, just a message from Luke on my Instagram just this movie did my tits in <laughs> just that's it that's all the context I got yeah. from and I was like excellent then he eventually gave it one star he said it was all that self referential stuff yeah. and then he was like Saoirse Ronan was verging on paddy whackery <laughs> the Brits are at it again yeah the Brits are at it again um, and then in terms of the flight I think I was quite generous to this um, where did I say oh Dublin to Frankfurt Wednesday at 2pm yeah you're off work yeah. or are you going on, you going on a business trip yeah, yeah I keep yeah. you engaged yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so where, where are we giving movie of the month to 
Like it's obviously Blackbird. It's not Blackbird. What are you talking about? I refuse. Okay. I'm actually, I told you. You're very I, angry about this. I told movie. you if you put Blackbird in that in a uh, category, I'm gonna walk out. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. Yeah, exactly. Ain't right. Um I don't know. I think See How They Run objectively is probably the best movie. And Ooh. I think like like anyone can enjoy it. What did I give well, like, the highest rating to? But like book? again, highest rating doesn't mean like the no. best ob- objective. So I actually have good. it. So but my four movies. Oh, I actually have the highest score I have is Miss Harris Goes to Paris. Okay, well, I again, if you if you think that's that's better, yeah. or it's bodies, bodies, bodies. See how they run. Don't worry, darling. After yeah, maybe bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah. But my whole thing would be that like if you if I was going between the two and if I was just talking to a random person, I would go see how they run because. <sighs> Again, anyone don't can like get giving it that. Yeah, but anyone can get it on with. But again, if you want to go bodies, I, I'm happy with that. But it's just like, it's just the kind of, see, ha- I, whole kind of objective I'm, nature I'm, of it. Yeah, I'm see, like, I, I'm kind of like, I, I'm, I'd nearly fight for Mrs. Harris, but yeah. I know you haven't seen it, so I don't no, want to do but that. But like, if you think it's better than the other two, I'm happy to go along with it. There was less. There was less wrong about Mrs. Harris. Yeah, that's how I kind of rate some movies where it's like I didn't hate it. Enough. Yeah. There wasn't like I was like, oh fuck this. Whereas I got that with see how they run. That's how you do everything, Gary. I didn't yeah, hate I know. this enough. You hate yeah. everything. <laughs> I know. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is gonna be a tough one. I think if you if you think Mrs. Harris goes to Paris is better than the other two, I'm happy to go along with it. It's just I like I just think objectively. Look, we're going, no, I think we go with see how they yeah. run because I'm not I'm not putting it out there that Mrs. Harris goes to Paris is the best movie without you haven't seen it because okay. I don't want because why if you turn around and give it two stars I'll feel awful <laughs> for five seconds and then oh, I was like, I'm definitely gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go and see how they run. Yeah. Oh, Luke's not gonna be happy. Uh, Luke's not gonna be happy at all. <laughs> I'm not really happy about it. I'll see if you watch Mrs. Harris. When are you gonna see that? Tomorrow. Uh, I'll see it sometime this week. Okay. Cool. Um. Cool. Well done. Miss. Yeah. Go on. We'll see how they run. Uh, it's been a shite month anyway. Do you know why I like that movie, Gary? Has run in the title. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I talk okay do you want to leave now so I can talk about Blackbird no uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to fight for how bad this fucking movie was okay this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life and I had the most fun I think it was probably I had so much fun at this movie because of how bad this is this is a movie that stars Michael Flatley is written by Michael Flatley is directed by Michael Flatley is produced by Michael Flatley and is funded by Michael Flatley so you heard his excuse Oh, he said his mom always thought he'd be a good actor, so he went off and made this movie. No, no. So oh, he had a year off? No, no. So what happened was um, he was going to make the movie, and what he was going to do was raise funds for it. But he said he wanted to get it made, you know, within a certain period of time. So he's just like, oh, I'll just, I'll just fund the movie myself instead of just raising money because that would just take too long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go on. Sorry, right? So, David, you got you got to you got to give the people what they want, David. Yeah, which is Blackbird. So, for anyone who doesn't know what this movie is about, shame on you. You should know. As Gary Lode's description of movie because it's so convoluted, I don't want to get it wrong because I have so much more to say. Uh, it's about a troubled secret agent, Blackbird, as he abruptly retires from the service and opens a luxury nightclub in the Caribbean to escape from the dark shadows of his past. An old flame arrives and reignites his love that reignites love in his life, but she also brings danger with him. He clearly just watched a James Bond movie <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and Casablanca. Yes. I've never uh, seen Casablanca, like, so no like, spoilers, David. I don't want to know. No spoilers. I don't want to know if like, she gets on that plane. 
Yeah. Anyway, so it's it's about this guy, yeah, MI6 agent, and um, he, re- he retires to this hotel, and bad guy has a formula to kill a lot of people, and it's up to Michael Flatley to come out of retirement as Mike as Victor Blackley to stop the bad guy and save the day. I don't even know where to begin with this movie. Okay, what's what's great? It's a James Bond ripoff. It yeah. is a sloppy plot. It has horrendous dialogue, the woeful acting. But it is probably one of the greatest bad movies of all time. It's so bad, it's so funny because of how deluded he is in this movie. It's because nobody could tell him he was doing a bad job because all the way up the chain, it was him. So no one could pull him to a side and say he was doing a bad job. You couldn't complain about the script to him because he was the guy who wrote it. You couldn't complain about the directing because he's the director. So like, it's just such a vanity project on the level of threat level midnight from The Office. Yeah. But Flatley himself is just comically distracting in every scene he's in. It just, just doesn't fit visually <laughs> from either how he looks, how what he says, and even just the traits that the character has. But and also, I just think the sex appeal he has yeah. is like women are going after him, like in, like women went after Roger Moore in A View to a Kill, where the man was so old and he was still getting with eighteen year olds. Um, oh. I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna spoil some things about this movie. Yeah. There's two fight scenes, there's two action scenes in it, and they are both hilarious. One of them is so Michael Flatley refuses to be, you know, violent in any way. And the first fight he gets into um after retiring it was is, is with a man who's gonna say seven foot three and Michael Flatley punches him to death. And he punches him and he is dead. Just one punch, dead. He is the one punch flatly man. Yeah. Um then there's another scene where it starts off with a gun battle where he is surrounded by men with guns and he goes Let's dance. Cut to, we don't see this golden fight, but yet he's still alive. Um, he can't kiss. He can't kiss. He looks awful kissing. The opening shot is the Cliffs of Moher for no reason whatsoever. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I have a quote here. It says, he's a unit of a man. I think some, <laughs> someone says that during it. There's the obligatory shirtless scene so he could show off his abs. There's the... Yeah, it's where he just zooms in. On his abs, and that's it. Yeah. There's, a, there's the random flirty scene where he's trying to win back his old flame who is going out with the bad guy. Poker? There's the poker scene that makes no sense. It makes no sense. No sense! <laughs> But it's just so wonderfully bad. I had so much fun watching it. There's some great quotes in it where after the flirty dance, where he's dancing with this love of his life for the first time ever, she turns to him and says, aren't you going to say anything? And he goes, I just did. He's a religious man, Gary. He's a religious man. He says, bless me, Father, for I have sinned and I'm about to sin again. He blesses himself in Irish. In Adam and Ahar, August and Vic, August and Spirit Nave, and then... He wears so many silly hats. Yeah. He changes hat. Changes hat mid-scene. For, for no reason. It's so bad. It's fucking amazing. So the only thing, the only thing I can compare this to is The Room yeah. by, by Tommy Wiseau. Um, what I would say is don't see this movie. Don't give this movie any more oh, money. Give it all the money. Don't give it give all it the anything. money. I want to see Don't more. give it your time of day. Don't Like literally this mo- the, the, the money you give this movie, it goes straight to Michael Flatley. As it should. And it does it gives the him, Dance Lord Studios, David. It gives him the chance to make another movie yeah. instead of, you know, funding going towards something that's actually going to be good. When the you, 30th anniversary of Riverdance. When you consider like some, like some filmmakers struggle to get things made and it takes them literally years to create, you know, beautiful films yeah you know and this guy just decides you know i'm gonna make a movie of me about me being a great me and fucking nonsense it's like he's the greatest secret agent of all time i I, I totally understand where you're coming from in terms of the silliness it's enjoyable but my god it's disgraceful it's actually it's so bad 
It's the one of it's literally one of the worst things I've seen in my life. And it's absolutely disgraceful how and the biggest thing for me was that it was in cinemas, okay? It was in Omniplex, oh, okay? God. It left Omniplex because it was shit. Then they but gave then they, the people what they wanted, David. But then they brought it back into cinemas because there was so much of a buzz for it because it was so bad, which is just so, like, it's so wrong when you consider, like, people have actually put hard graft into making yeah. good movies. Yeah. And this movie is so fucking shit that they're just like, yeah, we'll just fill, like, three screens to show this all day. It's it's so frustrating. <laughs> like, it's literally... It's so frustrating. Do you know what? I don't even want to give the award for Poovy of the Month. It is I don't poop. want it. I don't want to give him because that just gives it more fucking <laughs> coverage, which it doesn't fucking deserve. It's like David. It is a cinematic. It's one of the greatest cinematic no. experiences. And do you know what? Do you know what's gonna happen? Is it's gonna become this cult classic. Yeah. It's gonna be in cinemas every year at yeah. some stage. I don't fucking know. Like people are gonna start dressing up as them. Have two hats. Yeah. Let's just change hats midday or you know mid. Mid afternoon or whatever, it's fucking disgraceful. Like, and it's it's the worst thing about cinema is these these vanity projects. And um, when you consider some people like put so much effort into making things which are actually good, and they've actually studied or they've actually really put a hard graft into, it, and this lad is literally just throwing things together. Like he obviously he must have like thought up stuff on the day. He was like, "What if we get a sexy woman to walk into my room, take off all her clothes, and I say." Not, not today, love. Something like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, or oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> it's so good. It's so it's so good. No, I, no, I, I, I Gary, I, stop. I just stop. No, <laughs> I completely understand where you're coming from with the whole from the fundamental principles of this movie. It's appalling. It's horrendous. And if someone, if someone of, if someone had done it who was a le- was a more dubious character than Michael Flatley, you know. Like, I don't know. I also think it disgraces the Irish film industry. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it put, it shines a beautiful light on it. Um, it's great. I see, this is why I also think I enjoyed so much. It's because there's those Irish elements in it and it's a James Bond ripoff. So I, I, I just enjoyed it for that as well. It makes no sense, the plot. It's so stupid. It's so much fun. Eric Roberts is in it. Eric, he, of course, he, he, he's the bad guy. He, he's pissed in one of those scenes. Yeah. You know the scene on the boat before he kills one of the henchmen? For no reason? <laughs> That he's pit. He's he chose another guy in the water. Yeah, him. He's drunk or he's yeah. high or something. He's slurring his words. Like it's yeah. it's anyway. That's beyond the point. That's such a good movie. That's so much fun. I'd highly recommend everyone go see it. If this is the one movie ever right. to watch this month, what I would say is if you really want to see it, wait until it comes on streaming. But do not pay to go to see this movie. Please go go watch something else. Something that people have actually put an effort. Like when will you see anyone else in this movie ever again? Um. I'm sure Michael Flatley will prance about once again. I hope he's blacklisted. <laughs> right, that's probably enough time. It wins Poopy of the Month. But I want to know what Harry Styles thinks of it, though. Harry, what do you think? I think what's so amazing about the film is that it's not... Um, I don't think the intent... The, the intention of the film is to be really entertaining. And I think it's a really entertaining uh, film. Rightly said. Good man. Good man, Harry. Um, okay, we move on. You okay? Please. You okay? Just... Sure. Uh, Joe's you know funny as I, I, I hounded David just to go see this as well. I'm glad you did. Oh, I have some peer reviews as well, actually. Yeah, uh, one star, Kevin Lynch. When the, od- when the cinema audience started laughing at the production company's logo, Dance Lord, it was clear how the next 90 minutes would go. That was your thing. That's probably the, the most packed the cinema has been this month to go see a movie. Ah, see how they run for me. It was busier. Okay. Uh, David Tapley 
Five stars. I don't understand all the bad reviews. <laughs> Avery, half stars. Uh, I watched this in hospital and it made me want to finish the job. <laughs> and then our, our good friend John, uh, one and a half stars, who was texting me throughout the movie. And I kept I kept saying, like, John, stop. Focus. Get back and watch this. He gave it one and a half stars. He says, a movie so bad it could have been good, but it's so bad it's only meh. I want to see actually if there's any texts. Oh, there's some texts he, he sent me and it was just like, he was just be like, what is this though? There's <laughs> a bit where he's like with two other characters. A girl walks in and he tells her that he needs to be alone. Yeah. That's in the movie. <laughs> oh no, John just said, the man cannot act and it makes every expression of his absolutely hilarious. Do you remember we made the, we made the whole joke about um, Daniel Craig being a potato? Yeah. Michael Flatley's potato. No, leave him alone. He's, he's a, a national potato. treasure, David. He's a potato. He's not even Irish. He's a national treasure. He's not even Irish. Have you heard? What he, look what he's done to the Irish dancing community. Anyway, <laughs> look, we'll move on. Let's talk about October, baby. Uh, is that everything else? Are we done? Yeah. Think we're done. So well. Okay, cool. Well, that's... Oh, yeah. Well, flight. <laughs> Dublin to Paris at 5 p.m. On a Friday. Just after work. You, you want to pr- improve your mood. You want to get sick? Yeah. Dublin to Paris, 5 p.m., baby. Um, okay, cool. Well, those are all of our awards, and we're going to talk about next month. Um, Woman King. That yep. looks interesting. Woman King is about this It's about this African tribe and this all-female war- warrior unit who, uh, who protected the West African kingdom of Dahomey in the 19th century and it stars Viola Davis and apparently it's very very good John Boyega is in it John Boyega is in it apparently there's a lot of problematic stuff about it because the tribe themselves are much more vicious and I think were helped sell people into slavery and stuff that's sketch they yeah. probably could have made it more fictional couldn't they that's exactly what a lot of people are saying is just make it about a tribe don't make it about a particular tribe yeah. so uh, but look and it, I don't know it's supposed to be quite well apparently Viola Davis is incredible in it so could it's, have made it about Wakanda they couldn't well they already have the the yeah. all female yeah and I can probably say it's it's probably Viola Davis's second best movie of the month of October because there's another one uh, Amsterdam set in the 30s it follows three friends who witness a murder become uh, who witness a murder and become suspects themselves and uncover one of the most outrageous plots in American history David David Russell a billion people are in it that you know Christian Bale Marco Robbie and David John Washington star and there's a lot of other supporting casts that people would know apparently it's shite yeah well, I'm going to go see it anyway. Yeah. Got to use that Omni Pass. Just need to make sure. No, you need to confirm that it's bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I need to see it with my own eyes. Uh, and then there's Vengeance, yeah. which is BJ Novak, stars and directs. A writer from New York attempts to solve the murder of a girl he hooked up with and travels down south to investigate the circumstances of her death and discover what happened to her. Apparently see, it's supposed to be quite good. See, there you go. Like, this is a movie where the actor stars and directs or whatever. But, like, you can obviously tell that there's a lot more put into I'm this. I'm sensing double standards here. What? I think... Well, well, this it's, is good. Uh, you, to, well, to I, don't you. Think, I don't think BJ, BJ Novak is going to... I think Blackbird's going to... ...is going to fund his own movie. <laughs> That's true. I don't, he's, I don't think he's still living off that office money. <laughs> he might be. Uh, Halloween ends, the end of the Halloween saga. I still need to watch those other two movies. Uh, the 22nd, 21st of October... A lot of big movies. The School for Good and Evil out on Netflix based on a thing maybe potentially. But it's about uh, two best friends and there's a school for good and evil and they don't like each other. The X-Men. Uh, the X-Men. <laughs> uh, then there's the Banshees of Inishirin. Two lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse which when one abruptly ends their relationship went with alarming consequences for both of them. Martin McDonough. Martin McDonough. Colin Bre- Farrell. Brennan Gleeson. Brennan Gleeson. Uh, the Joker. What a combination. Can't fucking wait for Barry this Barry Kilgan Gary give him his rifle name yeah it's the Joker it's the Penguin the Joker and then probably 
Uh, I know uh, what's his face is in Joker too. Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson, yeah. Um, he plays the new commissioner. <laughs> I was thinking he plays Bullock. He's got a Bullock look about him. Yeah. Um, very excited for that. Yeah. 21st of October. But there's probably another movie I'm going to watch they, that they, day instead. They won, they won in Venice, didn't they? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. I don't think it won Best Colin Movie. Colin Farrell won. Colin won Best Actor and it won Best Script. But I think Tar won Best Oh, film, I'm not too sure. Uh, Bros, uh, the 28th, uh, two men with commitment problems attempt a relationship. It's the first studio-funded gay rom-com. And it's apparently quite good. It's got 90% rotten tomatoes. So Fire Island wasn't... Studio-funded. No, but like, sorry, studio-funded that came out in the cinemas. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, it's the first proper, properly distributed and released kind of thing. Cool. Um, so that's quite good. Interesting. Then there's Barbarian, also at the 28th. Yeah, uh, a young woman discovers the rental home she booked is already occupied by a stranger. And against her better judgment, she decides to spend the night, but soon discovers there's a lot more to fear than just an unexpected house guest. You can't spell Barbarian without Airbnb. That's a very good joke, David. I'm quite upset. I didn't know. I've seen that. Uh, and then I know uh, Dan from America, uh, who was on the podcast for to the French, the French Connection, <laughs> the China Syndrome. Uh, he wanted to give this movie of the month for October, but it, sorry for September. It doesn't come out. Didn't come out uh, in September. But there's only one movie. That's the 21st of October. Book mm. your tickets now. Black Adam, Pierce Brosnan's movie, mm. but I think I believe there's other people in it. <laughs> but it's nearly five thousand years ago when he was bestowed uh, bestowed with the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly. Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. It looks shite, but Pierce Brosnan, I can't wait. It's supposed to be of the same quality of Batgirl. Yeah, but that's good, isn't it? Got cancelled. Oh no, this year. Um, so yeah, so I guess out of those, what are you most Looking forward to seeing good things about Vengeance and Barbarian. Um, they're probably the two that stand out. But there's a lot of good, a lot of good high standard movies there that I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. Banshees is obviously another one, just more for uh, what those actors and directors previously did. Um, but yeah, like again, I think there's only one you're considering. Like, look, it's a no. Like, I'm, like as much as like it's it, it's a DC movie. Yeah, it's. It, I saw a great TikTok of a guy being like. It's like the trailer for Black Adam where it's like, but you're a superhero, you're a good. It's like, I'm not that type of superhero. It's like, you'll save the world or maybe I won't. I'm a bad guy, maybe. Yeah, but like, The Rock is never the bad guy. Yeah. Viola Davis, her best movie of the month. That was what I was alluding to. Yeah. Um, look, with Black Adam, I'm intrigued to see what they do. Pierce Brosnan looks fucking unreal as Dr. Fate. He looks yeah. like he looks like a cool dude. I'm interested in that power set. I know the other kind of heroes in it look quite interesting. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of Dwayne the Rock Johnson nonsense, though. Unfortunately, yeah. Sorry, Orla, uh, but I think yeah. If if I'm picking a movie, if I could only see one of these movies, it's probably the Banshees. Yeah, that's but fair. yeah, I think that's it, David. That's us. We're done for September. That's September. Thank We're never going to speak again because of Blackbird. <laughs> Um, but yeah uh, I want to say thanks everyone for listening I've thrown in your reviews it's much appreciated if you want to throw in reviews uh, either on Letterboxd or on Instagram at Reading It Appears uh, we got someone suggesting it or, or a podcast so me and Owen did that so if you have any movies that you want to see podcasts on or any guests you want to see come back let me know and I'll reach out to them and force them to do this and change the table like David is chained to the table right now help me please <laughs> um, but yeah anything else how else do we end this? Um, oh, I have an important point. Uh, fuck Michael Flatley. <laughs> David, it's like he's a national treasure. No, no. Right. Okay, well, look, David, thanks for coming back and watching Blackbird, and thanks everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Let us know what you think about movies for the upcoming month. Stay safe. Watch Black Adam. Does Harry, Harry want to say anything to Oh, yeah, Daniel? Harry, any, any final words to round us out? Oh, he spat my face. <laughs> 
I was just spitting everywhere. He's like a goddamn llama. <laughs> <laughs> you should be in the next Emperor's New Groove movie. <laughs>